Hello, and welcome to the CRE with CBC Worldwide podcast. This is Tom Hershey, your host from Cobalt Banker Commercial. My guest today is Brent Hagelke, Chief Marketing Officer of CrowdStreet, and he's here today to discuss crowdfunding for commercial real estate. Now, Brent is a high-growth tech marketing exec focused on startup and early category innovators and disruptors. He's a seasoned evangelist keynote and panelists across a wide range of topics. Brent is a former CMO of several leading software as a service or SaaS companies such as Urban Airship, Brand Live, Web Trends, and Touch Clarity, which was sold to Omniture. In 2009, Brent co-founded a real estate startup, Second Porch, which built the first sharing economy vacation rental site, which exited to HomeAway, now Expedia. Brent has keynoted and led panels at global events like South by Southwest, Mobile World Congress, Cannes, Lions, Advertising Week, AdTech, and hundreds of other conferences. Brent has been featured or quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Advertising Age, and hundreds of other publications. Wow, Brent, that's a lot of stuff. Thank you for joining us today. This is a great topic and seems to be popping up more and more. For me, it, it can be a little confusing, and I hope we can use this chance to clear up any misconceptions and learn all about this interesting concept. So let's get started. Brent, would you kick off by telling us a little more about what you do specifically at CrowdStreet? Yeah, thanks, Tom, for inviting me to be on the podcast. I'm really excited to get to know you better and and hopefully share some insights with your audience. So yeah, I I joined CrowdStreet three years ago, and I was not in the industry. I was not in commercial real estate. But as you mentioned in my bio, I have spent a lot of time at early stage companies that are really doing something interesting and breaking open a new market that I think is going to be significant. And that was the case for CrowdStreet and what was happening in bringing the ability to invest in commercial real estate, you know, both online and also delivering access to individual retail investors. And that's that's what we've been working on. So in my role, you know, I am really chartered with helping to spread the word, you know, get the word out that this exists, that people can now do this, how it's done and why folks should do it. So that's that's kind of what myself and my team wake up every day and try to work on. And, you know, we're building the brand, we're building the category, we're driving new growth and investors, we're helping to bring new real estate operators, developers, sponsors onto the platform. And it's a really exciting industry. And we just actually celebrated 10th anniversary of this entire industry just two days ago. So- Oh, wow, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's a very timely topic, and I can talk more about that. Great. So let's start out kind of simple. What is CrowdStreet, and how did it start, and what are you out there to do? Yeah, so uh, so let me pick up on that anniversary. So 10 years ago, there was legislation signed in by President Barack Obama called the JOBS Act. And the idea of the JOBS Act was to stimulate and basically give access to a wide range of opportunities for individual investors. And one of those became the ability to invest in commercial real estate projects. These were projects that were generally not uh, available for individuals to consider. And so, you know, we had kind of the old school way of how folks would invest in commercial real estate, which would be, you know, you, you golfed with somebody or you belonged to the country club with somebody. They were a local developer and they might have specialized in multifamily or senior living or self-storage and you got into their deals. 
And typically you had to put in, you know, six figures minimum to get into those deals. So unless you knew somebody or knew, knew a guy who knew a guy, you just didn't really have access to this. And so when the legislation was signed in that allowed for these projects to be solicited, then CrowdStreet was born as a new organization, which would bring these opportunities to individual investors and do it through, you know, a simple digital platform. So think about, you know, this industry was largely offline and not digitized, and it is rapidly becoming digitized. So CrowdStreet allows you to review deals that are open for investment, review all the documents, and then put in an investment into these opportunities as equity into the projects. So that's that's a high level summary. I know we'll dig into more of those details, but at a high level, that's that's how CrowdStreet started and started as a result of a legislation change. I want to clarify something or just ask, when I see the word crowd, I think of crowdfunding, but what you're talking about sounds more like an old school real estate syndication. It, it is, it's, it's syndication, it's not crowdfunding. Crowdfunding actually is, you know, there are, there's a regulation called Reg CF, which is, you know, for crowdfunding. We are not operating under, under that. We are, we are effectively an online syndication platform. So we are a group of investor, group of investors, you know, getting together to put equity into a project. The difference is it all happens, you know, through a digital platform, but basically what we have is we have a, a real estate sponsor who is, you know, has either acquired a property or is putting together the equity to acquire a property. And they're taking that opportunity out and syndicating it amongst our investor pool. So that's exactly right, Tom. It's funny, I was scrolling through Facebook today and Facebook must have been listening to me as I was talking to my wife about our conversation. And it brought up a property that you guys have near where I live, which I thought was interesting. So my question is, are the properties closed out? Are they fully funded when they are purchased? Or from time to time, will there be a property that has opportunities to jump in? Yeah, so what you saw was an, was basically a current offering. So that is uh, an offering that's open for investment right now on the platform. And so we, we do run ads across, you know, many, many different sites, Facebook being one of them where we can then, you know, hopefully grab your attention and you can go in, you can review the deal. You can look at all the documentation. You can actually listen to uh, the real estate sponsors webinar and talk and hear them talk about the project. You can ask them questions about the project. And then if you get comfortable with it, you can put in an offer to invest in the project. So, so that's exactly right. You can see that project, but you can also, if you go to the CrowdStreet Marketplace, see all of the different projects that are open for investment. And at any given point in time, you know, there's typically between eight and 15 different projects that are open for investment and available to take in those equity checks. You're creating more questions. That's great. So do individuals going into this, do they buy shares in the property? Is it a single property? Is it a fund? Is it a portfolio? Yeah. So there's many different types of projects. So let me be clear. You're investing in the equity as a limited partner. And so, yes, you are getting shares, you know, in the project overall because you are investing in equity. You know, typically there is uh, debt being raised as well for the project, but we do not 
CrowdStreet, we're not driving the debt side. We're really focused on the equity side. So you're a limited partner. You are getting shares in the project. There are many different types of projects that come to the CrowdStreet marketplace. Some of them will be, you know, a very classic project might be a, you know, 300 unit multifamily development, you know, in a fast growing market. And it could be value add project where they're buying something that was built in the 70s. They're going to renovate it, bring it up to current standards. Uh, sometimes it's ground up development where they're going to buy a piece of, you know, they're buying a piece of land or they own a piece of land and they're going to build, you know, a multifamily unit. And then sometimes they're raising money for a fund. So sometimes, you know, we've had, I know like senior living, we've had folks that were being very opt- opportunistic and buying distressed senior living complexes and then taking their operating expertise to those projects and increasing, you know, the value of those projects through uh, their own expertise and track record. So, so there's many different types of projects that will appear on CrowdStreet. And so, you know, we have in any given week, on average, you know, two to three projects launching. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have over 120 projects on the marketplace this year. So there's lots of different types of projects. Okay. So you're not just looking at, let's say, class A multifamily or class A office that kind of the, the world is, is open as far as projects that you will look at. Yeah. So we have, we have an entire, you know, capital markets and investments team that spends a lot of time with uh, real estate sponsors across the country. So we actually have a team in most of the big markets and they get to know the local, uh, you know, developers and sponsors in that market. They talk through the projects that are underway and they decide, you know, which ones are most likely to be the kind of project that our investor base will favorably respond to. From there, we have our investments review team take over and dig into the project, you know, look at the financials, look at the sponsor, their history, their track record. And basically through, through a lot of work, a lot of analysis goes to our investment committee and our best investment committee decides this project makes sense to put on the marketplace. At that point, we turn it over to the investor to now look at it and real and basically do some analysis on their own and say, is this a project that makes sense for my own portfolio? So that's in general how these these projects work. We do green light. I would say, you know, it's anywhere between 10 and 25 percent, depending on, you know, kind of the, the, the different sponsors. Sometimes if we have a repeat sponsor, you know, we really know them and we know their track record. There might be a higher chance of getting a project on the marketplace. But but there's a big filter there in terms of, you know, the projects we encounter to how many projects actually make it onto the marketplace because of this process of doing the analysis and the review of, of all the elements. So you keep using the word sponsor. Do our audience a favor. What exactly is a sponsor? Yeah, so sponsor is a real estate developer in kind of common terms, but developer in a lot of ways, you know, connotes somebody that's buying a piece of land and putting up a building. Some of those are the types of projects you'll find on CrowdStreet. But a lot of times it's it's a real estate operator. It's so sponsor is just a higher level category word that's, that kind of puts all those real estate developers, operators, you know, folks that are going to acquire property and you know, renovate it or improve the lease rates. So sponsor is kind of that that overall term we use. So is the sponsor then overseeing the project once you've you know, you've got it out there for investors? 
is the sponsor doing the management of the project? Are they overseeing things or does that go out to a third party? Yeah, no, the sponsor is, you know, they're the entity that's running this project and, and right. So they're the ones that's, you know, raising the capital, raising, raising any debt, acquiring the property, and then they're going to manage, you know, whatever their business plan is. So it could be, you know, they're going to, like I said, they might renovate it. They might increase the rents once it's up to the market standards. They might operate it then for a few years and then they might, you know, then turn around and exit the project. So that, that is the sponsor. They are the, the firm that is managing it. And they're the common names that we know in different markets. We really only work with firms that have, you know, a very long-term track record, highly experienced. So uh, with any, any market, you're going to find, you know, name brand real estate operators and developers working with us. So how exactly does CrowdStreet source deals? Are you just going to the sponsors and saying, okay, go find us deals? Or are you reaching out to the brokerage community? And then part two of that question is, is CrowdStreet investing in these transactions or are you really acting as an accommodator for the investors to get into the deals? Yeah, so we are a marketplace. And what, what that means is we are, you know, sourcing deals, putting them up on our marketplace, and then allowing people to, you know, discover them and invest in them. So what that means is we work to get the word out to, you know, the real estate community that this exists. And, and we, you know, like I said, we, we go through, we meet, we have teams in each markets that meet with all the real estate sponsors and talk about the deal, the deals that they're working on. So typically, you know, they're all working on deals. They're all trying to put these projects together and we'll work with them to figure out which ones are most likely going to resonate with our retail investor base. And so somebody might have five or six projects in motion. There might be one or two of those projects that really make sense to consider for CrowdStreet. So we'll work with them and then we'll work in terms of shepherding that deal through our investment committee and making sure they have everything they need to do the analysis on whether this project makes sense for the CrowdStreet marketplace. So that's in a nutshell how we source those deals. And we have you know, relationships with hundreds of these real estate operators and developers across the country. We've had you know, several hundred of them already do projects with us. So you know, we have many of them who now love raising capital this way for a variety of reasons, um, but they feel like this is the future of capital raising. And so you'll find that you'll see the same sponsors up on the platform you know, repeatedly throughout the course of the year. And so that's, you know, in a nutshell, how we source the deal. But we are not, CrowdStreet is not initiating the deals. Uh, you know, we're not acquiring land. We're not acquiring projects. We are simply working with the very best real estate firms that we, you know, can encounter, can build a relationship with and bringing their projects to the marketplace. So I know a question that all of our Cobalt Banker commercial brokerage professionals have in their head right now is what are the opportunities or are there opportunities for brokerage professionals to get involved? Yeah, so we uh, we actually do have a broker program where if a broker brings us an opportunity, then there is um, you know an opportunity to 
sort of share in that, uh, that project success. I am not the person to, to kind of dig into that, but if anyone wants to send me an email and they, as they listen to this, I'd be happy to make sure that, you know, I can put, put them in contact with the right, right folks here at CrowdStreet. But there is an opportunity, basically it's kind of a standard brokerage referral program that we put in place. Excellent. So let's kind of run through, I'm an investor. What is the investment process? Once I see a property, so, you know, I click on the Facebook ad that I just saw. What is the process at that point? Sure. So you you will go in, like I said, you go to the CrowdStreet Marketplace. Uh, there's a link right on our homepage. Or if you click on one of those, one of those ads, you're going to get dropped into you sign up for a quick account, which takes, you know, 30 seconds. And from there, you will be dropped into sort of a, you know, basically a web page around that project. And you're going to be able to dig into all the details. You'll be able to see photos of the project, renderings, you know, the location. You're going to be able to see the business plan, financials. You're going to be able to read about the, the real estate sponsor, their history, their track record. And like I said, there's a recording typically of a presentation about the project. There's an ability to ask questions directly to that real estate sponsor. And then, you know, if you get comfortable, there's an ability to say, you know, I want to make a, I want to make an offer into this project, at which case you, you bring that, you know, you put that offer in, how, however, whatever amount you're thinking about making. Typically, these are, are projects that start at $25,000 minimums which is, you know, certainly much less significant commitments than it used to be in the old school way where, you know, a lot of times local real estate firms would ask for, you know, $500,000 commitments to get involved in a project. So, so there's typically a 25 K starting points. We do see oftentimes folks will make, uh, you know, much larger investments, but that's up to the individual, uh, in which case then there's some documentation that needs to be signed. Obviously we, we work with DocuSign, so it's, it's a digital process. We are today working with accredited investors only. So there's a, a step about a, verifying their accreditation status. Um, and then once kind of uh, that's all in line, then funds can be settled through wiring, ACH, and then the project gets countersigned by the sponsor. And now you're an investor in the project. So it's all done through our website, you know, through our transaction center online. So you told us what the minimum is. I hear we've got to be accredited, you know, so high net worth individuals for the most part. So I'm in there and I decide, you know what, this isn't for me. I want to get out. Is there an opportunity for an individual investor to get out or is the life cycle of these deals, are they stuck in it? Yeah. So, I mean, these are illiquid investments. That's that's really why. You know, you're going to see the return rates higher than than what you might see with liquid investments. And so today, our blended IRR, you know, internal rate of return across all these projects is sitting somewhere north of 18%. That's that's across all the projects. So you know, there is a sort of a, a risk reward premium there that's also factored into the fact that these are liquid investments. So today, you're in the project until the project exits. So that is part of the opportunity, which is why we want to make sure that folks, you know, are taking time to review the documents, making sure it's appropriate for them. And also one of the reasons we work with the credit investors is that, that you know, they need to have the sort of somewhat of, ex of experience investing 
and awareness of, of what this kind of private equity investment world is like to some degree. And maybe this varies throughout the different properties, but is there going into the deal, is there an exit strategy? So if I'm looking at, you know, for example, the, the going back to the property I saw on Facebook, if I'm looking at that, is there an exit strategy going into it? Or is it just kind of, let's see how the market goes and, you know, maybe in X amount of time we'll exit. Yeah. So there's, there is a business plan that is, is put forth with the project. There's a financial plan as well. And like I said, there's also a presentation from the real estate sponsor. So all of that's available. And if you still don't have the answer, there's the ability to ask the sponsor directly, you know, what do you see as the horizon for this project? So all of that is assumed. I mean, these are everyone that's participating is aware that there's <laughs> the desire to deliver return and the highest return possible in the shortest amount of time is just always kind of always the case in investing. So I think folks, you know, understand that, but it is uh, really important that all the investors look at the business plans and understand what they're operating under. There's, there's lots of different dimensions. Like I said, you know, we've done over 600 deals now on the marketplace. And so, you know, a hundred of those have already exited. So to your point, there are deals that exit earlier than expected. And there are some deals that, you know, hit bumps in the road. I mean, this is, this is real estate investing. So, you know, there's every dimension of possibility out there, but, you know, overall, like I said, our track record, we publish our track record. It's right on the homepage. We have lots of details across the site about how, how every single project has performed. And we've had a hundred exits so far, hundred out of 600 different projects have already come round trip. So there's a lot of interesting things happening in the industry and we try to present everything possible and be very transparent on our on our website. But you talk about accredited investors. So I'm brand new to this. I'm an accredited investor, but I need some help. I need some customization. Maybe I want to put X dollars into this property type and X dollars into this property type. Does CrowdStreet offer those types of advisory services? We do. We have we have a, a couple of different options. So we just launched actually a brand new product called the CrowdStreet REIT, which is a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a REIT structure, which is beneficial for simplified tax reporting, but it's investing in the same projects that you'll, that will appear on the marketplace, but it will do it in a blended way. So we're going to invest, you know, I think the target is 20 to 25 different projects will be invested in with the REIT. And so it's a $25,000 minimum. So think of it as, you know, rough math, right? Is you might get into 25 projects for $1,000 a project. So it's a, it's a really great way to kind of dip your toe in the water if you're not sure about doing the analysis on your own. So all you need to decide to do is, you know, what, what amount makes sense for you to invest in the CrowdStreet REIT. And then, you know, the, the team that's managing that REIT will do all the um, investments in the projects. The second option, which is uh, called our private managed account, is for the person that is going to, you know, really commit more money. So typically starts at $250,000, but they want to have us build a customized portfolio for them. So we'll take in, you know, we'll do an investor profile, understanding their goals, and we'll build a customized portfolio of different projects that are in the marketplace for that investor. 
So there are two different options for personalized or, you know, I guess, guided services with CrowdStreet. I know in your bio that I read earlier, it talks about, you know, you being involved in category, early category innovators and disruptors. Um, Do you look at this more as a commercial real estate industry innovator or a disruptor, or is it somewhere in the middle? Well, it's interesting because we, we talk about this. I mean, what we are innovating is the ability for individuals to get access to this asset class. And this is, you know, the third largest asset class in the world behind stocks and bonds. Um, it's largely been inaccessible to, you know, the average retail investor. And so certainly that's innovating it. What we're disrupting is the way that these projects typically get financed. Today, they typically get financed by the institutional world, and that has some downsides for some of the real estate sponsors, and that those institutions often will exert certain controls over the projects. And sometimes that is not what the, you know, the person running the project wants. So the nice thing about working with retail investors is this is largely passive investment. So the real estate sponsor continues to sort of execute according to their business plan and gets to make all the major decisions on the right timing, the right level of investment, et cetera. So we're disrupting the way real estate can get capitalized by allowing individual retail investors to participate really for the first time. Yeah, I can see that this opens up a new world to that uh that accredited investor that may not be in a position to actually go out and acquire a property on their own or just simply doesn't want the frustration. I, I love the fact that it is, as you said, it's passive. So that that is very interesting. So I always like to say, you know, my crystal ball question, where do you see this segment of the industry going? I, you know, I know that it just had its 10th birthday. so. What do you foresee for the next 10 years? Well, it's interesting. So, you know, we raised over a billion dollars on our platform last year. We've raised over $3 billion of equity to date. We've also returned back over $500 million in distributions. So, you know, this industry is really growing fast and exponentially. And we're now involved in $24 billion of total you know, kind of project capitalization. So it's it's still small in the overall size of the commercial industry, commercial real estate industry, but it's gaining traction fast. So, you know, there are folks out there that study the industry that predict that this will become the predominant way that these projects get capitalized in the future. It's hard to predict when that will be the case, but you could certainly understand that there are some real benefits in terms of speed of capitalization, in terms of, like I said, the the ability for the sponsor to maintain control over the project. There's some really strong benefits for why the sponsors like this and, and, and prefer this. And then there is the, the obvious benefit of building more diversified portfolios, getting access to real estate projects across the country in much more diversified manner. I mean, the, the ability to work with real estate sponsors all across the country that have expertise in every different type of asset class 
where you can invest in different geographies. I mean, that type of a diversification for a real estate portfolio has never before existed. And so, you know, we have many thousands of investors that have built our building portfolios on our platform, but there's millions of investors out there who are accredited today. So the upside is, is absolutely massive. And, you know, we do feel like we're just getting started, even though we are seeing numbers, like I said, in the billions of dollars being raised on the platform. Brent, this has uh, really been a fascinating conversation. I really want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. And I, again, I'm going to go back to our Cobalt Banker commercial brokerage professionals. How can someone contact you? Yeah, so you'd know, be happy to field emails. So just uh, my email is brent.hegelke, that's spelled H-I-E-G-G-E-L-K-E at crowdstreet.com. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, so if folks want to uh, hit me up on any of one of those channels, I'd be happy to take their input. Excellent. As a reminder to our listeners, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to and like the CRE with CBC Worldwide podcast on your favorite pod app. And also be sure to check out our older episodes. Lots of great stuff there. This is Tom Hershey with Cobalt Banker Commercial. Thanks for tuning in.